Today's Show Slam Wrestling Report podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasts with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the ultimate one from New York City. Um, and we're back again for behind the curtain stuff that happened during the week last week. Um, a lot of stuff going on in WWE, a lot of stuff going to AEW. Um, Impact Wrestling, and uh, you know, I was very impressed of what the storylines are now. I mean, I got to see two weeks in a row. Of what they got going. I'm not too crazy about that women's tag team tournament that they having. I don't care for it at all. I mean, I I, I don't see I, I don't see a, a lot of you know a lot of story behind it. I, I that's just my opinion. But that whole thing with the Good Brothers and and the the, the uh, Rich Swan and the Motorcycle Machine Guns, well, they already announced Hard to Kill, which will be Kenny Omega with the Good Brothers. Versus the Impact World Champion and the Motorcycle Machine Guns, Rich Swan. So already, I think what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, the Infinity Gauntlet uh, movement that Kenny Omega is doing, it is good for the business. But before I start this episode behind the curtain, guys, I want to give you a, a quick. A reminder that the Chokeslam Wrestling Report is a partner of Fanatics, your one-stop shop for sports apparel. Now that the NFL is still going with a couple of more weeks before the playoffs start, and the NBA is about to start next week or this week, I believe, you get the chance and the opportunity to go to the Fanatics and get yourself either a jersey, a shirt, hats, I mean, they got everything. Right now, I think the college football um, uh, conference finals happened yesterday. You had, uh, I think, the Pac-10. If I'm correct, I think it's the Pac-10. Oregon won that um, that conference. Um, so they got, you know, Fanatics has all types of sports memorabilia, sports um, uh, jerseys from the NFL, NCAA. Um, we're talking about NHL, NFL, of course, I said the NBA. They have a 65% off site-wide, so if you use the code DASHER, you'll get 65% off today for 24 hours only. Um, so it's, uh, if that's over for an order of $100, $99, so they got all everything. So, you know, if you want to give a gift to your loved ones this Christmas, this is the opportunity. They got the conference champions um, shirt. They got Ohio State. 
They got, uh, I believe, Oklahoma. You have the Oregon Ducks, the Clemson Tigers, and at the SEC Champions, Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, They're always champions every year. So here you get an opportunity. If you guys also, if wondering if why am I promoting this, uh, it has nothing to do with wrestling. Well, they got wrestling stuff in here. Uh, I believe I, they still have The Undertaker of uh, 16 by 20 um, limited edition autograph from The Undertaker. They still have it. Uh, so you guys got to get it and because um, it's very limited and they may not be here. They got uh, they got The Undertaker Fanatic Authentic Autograph with the WWE Black background in the back. They got with the WWE Purple background. They have... With a great background, and they have the WrestleMania, I believe, uh, the WrestleMania um, logo in the back also. I think it's WrestleMania 28 with an Undertaker autograph on it. It's almost gone, guys. These autographs will be gone soon. So, listen, the Undertaker just retired now recently, so you might got might as well just jump on it because you're never going to see this again. So, and with that being said, also, the Chokesland Wrestling Report is part of the Unhedged sports network family if you guys want to go check out my show on mondays and friday at the airtime dot pro that's unhinged pro. so if you guys want to check that out you can go check it out also i have a youtube channel the chokeslam wrestling report and you guys could check that out i got tons of videos in there that you guys could check out and give me your feedback on that subscribe to the channel and you know, give me a thumbs up and leave me your comments and tell me what you think about those uh, episodes I have there. Again, the Unhinged um, Sports Network is part of the family of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. Um, again, also the Chokesland Wrestling Report, you can find me in other Apple, Apple, Spotify, uh, you name it. I'm everywhere. Let's put it that way. I'm in every audio podcast out there. You guys can check me out. Um, even in Amazon podcast, you can check me out and subscribe to the to the audio podcast and let's you know let's have some fun if you're a wrestling fan so let's start off today i'm going to start off behind the curtain the stuff that is happening in wwe and yeah you're probably going to say oh here he goes again talking bad about wwe well if wwe had anything positive i would be talking positive things about the wwe but unfortunately that's not the case this week, I didn't even bother to watch WWE because the first segment already was already boring. The Miz and John Morrison, and I, I think it was AJ Styles involved in that. The dirt sheet, this is the best that WWE can come up with on Monday night, and that is why they had the lowest rating in a long time. And to be honest, they lied to us two years ago. They got Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H got into the ring. I believe it was 2018. I could be wrong. 2019, one of those. They claimed they were gonna be, they were gonna listen to the fans. They were gonna have new uh, storylines, new f- fresh matches, and all they did was lie. They brought the Muscle Champa up to team up with. Um, um, Johnny Gargano, and all what happened with that is Gargano got hurt and was out for a year, okay? So, if you think about it, they brought up Aleister Black. Aleister Black was hidden in a closet for almost six months, and then they changed him and looked him, make him look like snake eyes 
uh, uh, Full Metal Jack or whatever it's called the damn game. So you need to tell me that this is the change that we're doing. And then to top it off, they go and, you know, try to compete with AEW. Because this is what Vince McMahon, this is the reason why Raw is so bad right now. And why is WWE not doing what? Remember this, guys. A year ago, probably about this time, WWE stock was worth $100. Okay? This time last year. AEW had just began two months prior to that. And I'm talking about the television show because they started their pay-per-views back in May. WWE was so, so... Um, drunk with trying to take out the competition. They didn't want AEW to start. They wanted AEW to feel miserable. And to this day, they're still trying to do that. Okay. And again, this week, AEW beats NXT. And here's the bad part, the sad part about this. NXT, when McMahon made that announcement with Stephanie and Triple H and and Shane Owen, the... NXT brand was no one could touch them. NXT was top to bottom one of the best brand that WWE had. Now, if you look at it, it's not bad, but it doesn't have that that uh, you know that that thing that you want to go and say, "Yo, I want to watch that next week." They don't have that. The women's day division, women's division is not as great as it was when. These, these, what I call the powers that be made that announcement. Okay, Adam Cole was the world champion, I think, I believe, in that time, or had just, or he had just about, or he was the North American champion. They had Ricochet down there, they had Tommaso Champion, they had Johnny Gargano, they had uh, who else? They had uh, Alistair Black was down there. They had a bunch of these guys down there, and they were killing it in NXT. But WWE right now don't care about nothing. Ever since that announcement, to now has been it's been a horror and yes and what made even it worse is the pandemic but even through the pandemic okay all right nxt was pretty good okay wwe no matter what even before the pandemic this year wwe was putting low numbers they were trying to push uh umberto carrillo to be the next ray phoenix and he is nowhere near ray phoenix caliber Okay, it's the same thing with AEW. AEW trying to make Jake Hager look like Brock Lesnar, like they Brock, they're Brock Lesnar. Okay, and they haven't done much with him either. So if you really think about it, and be really, really look at it, it's been, it's it's been horrible. WWE has doesn't, and once the pandemic hit, they did that WrestleMania two night event. That was the worst WrestleMania I ever seen in my lifetime. And believe me, I've been watching wrestling since I was five years old. I'll go back to the Bruno San Martino days. And then if I'm telling you this is the worst WrestleMania I ever seen, and I've seen some bad WrestleManias, this was the worst. And all people come, oh, The Undertaker and AJ Styles in that cinematic match. I didn't care for that. Okay. It was all right. It wasn't no, uh, there was no five stars. I give that a three and a half. Okay. The uh the Uso and John Morrison and I forgot I think one of the New Day guys and Coffee that was a great match. Other than that, the two nights WrestleMania was horrible. I don't care what anybody say. 
WWE went and tried to do a New Japan pro wrestling movement. When New Japan last year did two nights Wrestle Kingdom, which they're doing it again this year. And they said, oh, we're going to do the concert of a New Japan because WWE cannot make up anything. They don't have no creative ideas. Vince McMahon just made an uh, announcement this week where he said, oh, I want monsters in my in WWE. This is not 1985. This is the time where you had One Man Gang or King Kong Bundy or Big John Stud. When back in those days, those giants, you know, uh, ruled the wrestling world back then. The land of the giants. That's what they used to call WWE back then. Okay. That goes to show you that McMahon doesn't have a clue what to do with any of his stars. We saw this week. Otis beat Shinsuke Nakamura in 2 minutes and 28 seconds. The former IWGP world champion from New Japan gets pinned by a guy who does the worm. Okay. And they, they're sending him to the PC Center for him to get better. Think about it. Shinsuke Nakamura, a former IWGP champion, gets beaten by a Mick Carr wrestler in WWE. And he probably has given up. He probably don't care. He's getting a paycheck. He probably he don't want to move his family back to Japan. He already said it. He likes Orlando. He likes that. And it's horrible. Cesaro. Cesaro's another guy that for years I've been saying it. Cesaro is a future world champion. And all they have been giving him tag team titles, tag team titles, tag team titles, intercontinental. I think he held the intercontinental United States, but they don't got no respect for Cesaro. That's a wasted talent right there. A wasted talent. Cesaro could, I mean, he had a great match a couple of years with John Cena with the United States Championship Challenge, and it was great. And he pushed it, and they still didn't give up. McMahon don't care. He's going to keep pushing the Seth Rollins. He's going to keep pushing the Charlotte Flairs. He's going to keep pushing the Becky Lynch. He's going to keep pushing the Roman Reigns, the Brock Lesnar. It's boring already. It's boring. The 24-7 title needs to go. Now USA Network is pissed off at them because they say they want now a more edgier, more violent, ultra-violent, dark uh, concept on their wrestling program. So I don't know what this man is going to do. What other ideas is going to come when you got 40 writers that don't know nothing about wrestling. Okay. You got Hollywood writers. Come up with stupid lines that you know for a fact a wrestler won't even say in they sh- in anywhere. It's horrible. Okay, the hurt business played out. I don't care about the hurt business anymore. Retribution, Pff, that's even worse. They're the worst. Don't care for it. AJ Styles has become yeah as much talent as that man had. Why he needs that big basketball player next to him? Who comes up with this? And, of course, it's Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard is another ass-kisser all up in McMahon's a-hole because and he's the one who said, well, this guy don't have no talent. What would you know? You never stepped into the ring. You never took the bumps. You never took all the punishment these wrestlers take. And this is the problem. When you got a-holes like that guy, you don't know nothing about talent. You never stepped in the ring with any of these wrestlers. And it's a shame. It's a very a shame that WWE has come down to this. And then you have all these WWE trolls out there backing backing this up and backing this garbage up because that's what they do. Backing the garbage. Yo, 
You got to give it a chance. And if you don't want to see it, don't look at it. I'm going to look at it because then I get a chance to talk about it in my podcast. How about that? How about that? Nobody can stop me. And I'm going to keep doing it. And that's the problem with a lot of these fans now. That they, they think that this garbage they see every Monday night. Okay. Friday. Eh. Friday's a SmackDown is pretty good on SmackDown. Even though they had that stupid Sammy Sammy Awards. It made Sammy look like a like a clown. Sammy Zayn should be doing better stuff than that. And would be this this wrestler who, who thinks that everybody's against him. And but Sammy Zayn should be doing better than this. But it is what it is, right? So that's your WWE story this week. USA Network is pissed off at Vince McMahon for the low ratings of Raw. And they're going to keep falling. It's going to come to a point where they may be doing a 1.3. If they do a 1.3, you can best believe somebody's going to get fired. So don't be surprised that sometime next week you hear somebody's head got chopped off in WWE. I got more. So stay tuned for more Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Today's episode is brought to you by Naked Nutrition. Naked Nutrition provides you with pure protein powders and supplements to help you meet your nutrition fitness goal. Naked Nutrition is completely transparent about the ingredients. That way you know exactly what's going into your body. No additives means your body gets what it needs. And I suggest you checking out the natural pre-workout supplement. So if you guys go into the gym early in the morning, you take the pre-workout supplement, it's going to give you all the energy in the world. It's going to make you um, perform to an athletic performance, design and enhance athletic performance. So with that being said, right now you could get 10% off your first purchase at NakedNutrition.com by using the code P-O-D, POD. That's 10% off using the code P-O-D for first-time customers. Take your nutrition to the next level with Naked Nutrition. And we're back, guys, and we're going to go back to behind the curtains where things has happened the last week. And the first thing is Kenny Omega says that fans should let go of the per- or the preconceived notion of wrestling. In an article that I read on FIFO, he says that wrestling is not about numbers or statistics. That all he's interested in is changing the wrestling world and the way in which people think about professional wrestling. When Kenny Omega defeated John Moxley for the AEW World Champion at AEW Winters coming on December uh, two or December second. The landscape of pro wrestling was immediately affected as Don Callis and Kenny Omega reveal a master plan that will see them become the central focus of not only all elite wrestling, but impact wrestling as well. So, if you think about it, it is true. Because once that happened, when Omega beat Moxley for the belt, you saw him now, he was going to take it to the next level. And he wants to make sure that he wants to change the business. This guy, um, a lot of people, he gets a lot of hate online. Don't know why. People talking about, oh, he's not all that great. Oh, he shouldn't be the world champion. I hate him. Good. He's doing his job. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hate him. He's the heel. 
He's the guy who claims he's the best in the world. He's the best wrestler in the planet. And he's out to get all the belts. That includes the NWA belt, the Ring of Honor belt, the Impact belt, the what else? Uh, was uh, the MLW belt, the New Japan belt. He wants to become the belt collector. Just like the movie Infinity Gauntlet, where Thanos was trying to grab all the jewel, uh, the, the, the emeralds and the whatever it was to put it in his glove. So that's what exactly what Kenny Omega is doing in the business. And wrestling fans should not be complaining about what Kenny Omega is doing. Because if you don't like what he's doing right now, then you should sit every Monday night and watch WWE and see the garbage that they play there. And yes, I'm going hard on this because... Wrestling fans are the hardest people to, you know, to satisfy. No one, and then especially this era, no one is happy. Everybody got something to complain about. You know, Omega's the champion. Oh, why he got the belt? He's not that exciting. He's not that great. He, he is trying to change the face of wrestling. And all you guys are there are sitting and watching it and complaining like little kids. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like what he's doing. Well, too bad. Because if you don't like what he's doing and what he's doing with the, and if you can't stand him, he then he's doing a great job because his job is to for you to hate him. Because it's he's bringing back the old school, heels and babyface. And nobody likes old school. Everybody likes this the tweener crap. Oh, I'll cheer him. But, you know, but I really, I can't stand him, but I like what he does because he, no, you can't have a tweener no more. Enough of this crap. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to, you know, oh, uh, I don't like this guy. He's cool in this part, but I don't, you can't have a tweener, either heel or babyface. And right now, the hottest heels right now in pro wrestling right now, okay, is Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega. Those are the two hottest heels right now. Now, already people making comparisons with Roman Reigns and um, and Kenny Omega, but let's be realistic. If Roman Reigns right now is the he with his storyline and what's going on, it's doing great. Hey, what well, the Tribal Chief is right now the hottest thing right now in pro wrestling. Okay, but here comes Omega and he does nothing to what Roman Reigns is doing, but he's taking it to the comic books where. He's trying to be the Thanos of professional wrestling. Now, yeah, we're never going to see an AEW World Champion versus WWE Champion. Oh, hell no. You're never going to see that because Big Man will not allow it. He will not allow it because, you know, his ego, he's, you know, he, this, that's the type of person he is. He doesn't want nobody to, you know, uh, Enjoyed himself in professional because you know he's in the sports entertainment world, which is garbage, to be honest. You know, um, so hey, if you don't like what Kenny Omega is doing for professional wrestling, something wrong with you. That, that's that's what I gotta say about that. And he made it clear he's trying to change the professional wrestling, and he's making sure that people make more money in the business. And if you got NWA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling. Impact, AEW, all together as one, working together for the greater good of the business, perfect. I like it. If WWE don't want to join the show, good. And especially not, nobody want to deal with WWE. Not the way they did to evolve. 
they had evolved for you know working with them for like two or three years and then they just take took their libraries petty just as they could put it in the network you know what i'm saying just, you know and a lot of people not subscribing to the network now the man's gonna go back to stockholders and all these guys and tell them a bullshit lie and whatnot and since these stockholders don't know nothing about the, the business they're all like worrying about their money they're going to keep investing in wwe that's why wwe right now their stock is 40 bucks close to 45 maybe you know it's just it's just nonsense so uh, what omega is doing right now is great is a greater good for professional wrestling you know what i'm saying so um Speaking of WWE, a former WWE could be coming out of retirement to wrestle Drew McIntyre. And that is Way Barrett. Now, Way Barrett, this guy could have went places. And a couple of, about, about six, seven months, I was asked, who would be a one guy that I would love to see come out of retirement? And that guy was Way Barrett. I mean, and I mean, he would have went, um, I know he was working for the NWA at that time as an announcer. But I would have loved him to go come out of retirement and wrestle in Japan. Guy, he's good for that. But the problem with that with Wade Barrett is he's injury prone. This guy got hurt so many times in WWE. He won the Intercontinental Champion. He won the King of the Ring at one point. Got hurt. Broke his arm in the ring. So Wade Barrett versus Drew McIntyre, that could be a good match. Depending how WWE does it. Because we know WWE wrestling is not professional wrestling. It's sports entertainment wrestling. So, that could be a good match, but see how they book it because WWE doesn't know long-term booking. They do, let's do this right now booking. And that's why they are what they are right now. WWE Hall of Famer, superstar Billy Graham. He was hospitalized, I think, with a toe infection. This man has been in and out of the hospital. Uh, he had a liver transplant years ago. Uh, he has in and out, and superstar Billy Graham. This is a guy that I said that he was way ahead of his time back in the 1970s. He was the Hulk Hogan of that era, but he was um, he was great on the mic. Nobody could touch this man when he was on the mic. The second one at that time could have been Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, but when it came to superstar Billy Graham, he was the man. He was the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour. So... Those are great, great promos he did back then. So, uh, you know, I hope he gets better because we had lost so many great stars this year. And, um, you know, I would hate for him not to come out of the hospital and I wish him the best. AEW star injury update. So, supposedly, uh, Pentagon or Penta Zero Miedo, um, had a leg injury a couple of weeks ago and this is why if you guys notice he has not been used he came out this week when a big brawl ensued between lance archer and eddie kingston and the butcher and the blade um lance archer was getting um outnumbered it was three and one and then you see ray phoenix and pentagon come out make it three on three out of nowhere Pac came out um so this is why you haven't seen him wrestle because he wrestled a three-way match. It was I think a six-way. Uh, it was a six uh, six-man uh, title match. Oh, not title match. I'm sorry, six-man match, and he got taken out by Butcher. But when they put him through a table, he got power bomb, and then he was taken out of the match. He was already his uh, leg was already injured before the match, so he just happened to be there. So 
they did the spot where he was taken out. Um, so, um, you know, we don't know when he's probably going to be back at 100%, but this is what going to be seeing a pent up for now until his injury gets better. So, a lot of these guys in AEW are hurt. I know Matt is still uh, suffering from the ACL and ankle injury. Um, now, Penta. So, a couple of guys, you know, getting um, injured as of late. This is high spots. This is stuff that these guys do. They take it. Uh, this is what Jim Ross was talking about. Guys doing spots and just overwhelming, you know, overwhelming themselves taking too much hard bumps you know so you got to slow it down a little bit there's a controversy going around in AEW that wrestlers got yelled at backstage um this came from brian alvarez now i haven't heard anything but there, there was other a lot of reports from brian alvarez that wrestlers got yelled for the same spot that jim ross um was complaining about and that's the spot where all the guys get together and then the guy jumps over the rope and lands on the group down on the, on the, on the ringside floor. There has not been no confirmation about this, so I don't know if it's true or not. This came from WrestleTalk, and WrestleTalk said Brian Alvarez said it. Um, I don't know. I mean, why would wrestlers get screamed at? Because something that Jim Ross said. Jim Ross is not the he's not the owner. He is not nobody's boss. I mean, in that situation that I see there with the Jim Ross situation, I agree with him because a lot of the stuff that these wrestlers been doing, um, especially that part where he was talking about it, everybody gathers together, heels and baby face, and waits for the guys to jump over the rope so they could catch him. Um, that part is understandable. He complained also about the DDT, people using the DDT and not using it as a finisher. The super kick, not using it as a finisher. Uh, the one thing Jim Ross got to understand, the wrestling business has evolved. And yes, it may not it may not evolve to a positive way. It has evolved mostly to negative because a lot of these wrestlers now, especially AEW, they have pretty much control of how the match may end and what spots they're going to do. WWE, mostly data, they, they tell you do this in three minutes and that's it. Which three minute matches to me is just worthless. But at the same time, you can't be using finishing moves in the middle of matches. Because, and then the, then the second part, they don't sell it. Some of these guys get uh, top row Hurukarana, and that was a finishing move for Scott Steiner back then when the Steiner brothers were um, wrestling. And that was a finishing move. And now they use the Hurukarana from the top rope, and people keep wrestling. So, yes, the business has changed a lot. Um, and maybe it's because Jim Ross is old school and he feels that a lot of stuff that the business uh, has tried to protect is not being exposed out there by some of these young talent that wants to do all these holy shits or that was awesome moves when in the middle of an, a pandemic when there's no wrestling fans. I mean, the Daily Place has wrestling fans here and there. But you're going to kill yourself for three or four fans. I mean, not knocking the fans and supporting them, but sometimes you got to slow it down. You can't be using uh, 
DDTs and all this stuff, uh, super kicks, and where guys used to be knocked out. The super kick was the chin music back then, and that was a it was overmatch. Same thing with the DDT. Jake the Snake Roberts hits you with that, the match is over. Now they're doing cutters, and guys are getting up. Um, and it's crazy because DDP did the diamond cutter, and that was that match was over after that. Randy Orton pretty much is the same thing called the diamond cutter, but he calls it the RKO, and that's over. And to this day, if you get hit with that, you're not getting up in WWE. But in AEW, you do a cutter, a Cody cutter, which I I understand why Cody's doing a, a, a cutter and using it as a finishing move. And this is what I'm saying as far as you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. First of all, Cody has, I don't know how many finishes. He got the figure four. He has the cutter. Uh, he has the crossroads. And every week he's using three different variations to win a match. And 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 you got to make up your mind. You know what I'm saying? Especially the crossroads. Because today's Choke Slam Wrestling Report episode is presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body each week choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners lunches breakfast and snack every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients no shopping no full waste just globally inspired restaurant quality plant-based meal get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering the code potgo 30 at checkout today. That's potgo 30 for $30 off your first purple carrot box. Purple carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. And we're back, guys. And we'll start off with Possible reasons why Lars Sullivan was suddenly removed from TV. Now, Lars Sullivan hasn't been seen on TV since, I think, who the hell he choked out? He took out Jeff Hardy. He took out a couple of other wrestlers in Raw. And when he first came in, I think it was the night of the draft or whatever, he was in SmackDown. But you can't have a, a heel the size of him, well, you know how McMahon loves those big guys, and have Roman Reigns as your heel guys, the top heels. So they moved Lars Sullivan to Raw, and since then, he hasn't been seen. And this is just my opinion, and um, maybe it's not a popular opinion, but same thing I say about Velveteen Dream, why are these guys still employed by WWE when we know they have a dark cloud hanging over them. Okay, Lars Sullivan um, made some derogatory comments about the LGBTE, uh, 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 the LGBTQ. Uh, I think that's the way you spell it, but um, people and made some very homophobic comments that he got burned on on on, on the internet. And then somebody found him in some uh, homophobic porno. I mean, guys like him, you do stuff like that. Lord, I'm talking about Lars Sullivan. He does stuff like that. And you think the fans are not going to go and search. 
remember, you got wrestling fans that got nothing better to do but be home in their mom's basement and do all these searches and they find it. You know, it's it's, it's creepy, but at the same time, this is what they do. And if you get caught in some crazy thing and some video or you doing some porn stuff, they're going to find it and they're going to post it up. And Lars Sullivan got let go because, not let go, but I remember the first time they moved him up to the to the main roster, now he had anxiety issues. He was out for months. Then he came back, and then I think he got hurt, if I'm correct. Um, And then they were saying that uh, I think upon his this uh, recent return, he was making sexual advances to some yoga instructor who was married. And yet WWE still has this man employed. Velveteen Dream is another guy. And I'm going to keep saying it here and I don't care who likes it. These people should not be employed by any wrestling company at all. Velveteen Dream was accused of sending explicit pictures to a minor. WWE claimed that they didn't find nothing upon the investigation. And WWE is a liar because then... First of all, what investigation did you do? You didn't bother to even get in contact with the victim. And yet, this man still employed. Same thing goes Lars Sullivan. There were pictures. There were uh, messages already in the internet showing what this man was sending this woman who was married, a yoga instructor, and yet he's still employed. That is a problem. That is a problem and in case WWE didn't see what happened with the Speak Out movement during this summer, they better wake up because someone is going to go go overboard and they're going to get in trouble. It's bad enough Matt Riddle, who right now, who should have been probably NXT champion by now, who should have been um, in, the title, in the title hunt, is being used like a moron in WWE. Okay? Mind you, the man has had two... Great matches with Sheamus. And they're using him walking around with a box of donuts called Bro Nuts. Or Donuts, Bro Nuts, whatever. And he's about to wrestle um, Bobby Lashley for the the, uh, United States title. But he's another guy who's accused of sexually harassing. Or sexual assault. Or whatever it was. And he's still employed. But the girls viewing him and WWE. And WWE figure, well, if we're getting sued, now you're going to pay for it. Because WWE is petty like that. Mike Kyoto mentioned something about that. That Mike, that some wrestlers, WWE signed them on purpose to get them back for whatever they did. That they talk bad about them or, or they said something wrong about McMahon. And they bring them back to the company and then they go and they try to find ways to use them and bury them. That's what they do. This is WWE to you. But the fact that Lars Sullivan is no longer around, I don't know why. The last time I saw him was on Raw. He's nowhere to be found. Somebody please tell me where he's at. So I could give him a card and say, hey, you need it in Raw because Raw sucks right now. So, Madison Ring leaving Impact Wrestling. I didn't even know she was married to Josh Matthews. That's uh, very interesting. Uh, Josh Matthews and Madison Rain working together as a commentary team in Impact. 
I want to see who they're going to replace Madison Rain with since she's leaving outside. She's leaving the business for, for good for now. So she'll be doing other endeavors. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. If federal judge rules against Britt McHenry, can Sue Brodus Clay for sexual harassment? Remember, guys, Brodus Clay, the guy who used to come in with Naomi, and I forgot the other girl who came out AEW Dark in the tag team women's tournament. They used to come out and dance and whatnot. Brodus Clay called, uh, I forgot what he's called, Impact. Well, he supposedly got charged or was accused of sexually harassing these uh, Fox News uh, lady called Britt McHenry. And apparently, they said that the, the lady has a text from Brothers Clay saying that he was going to send them a penis pic. And I guess she kept it. And now he figures that everything was going to be squashed. Fox claimed that they did an investigation when we know they haven't because Fox News is the worst news. They Those people do whatever the hell they want. So it's a madhouse in that in that news station. Um, and now Brothers Clay is going to get sued along with Fox News. So, this is what happens, guys. When in this um, internet text era, you cannot do anything to a lady. Send her no explicit pictures. Say something stupid and think you're going to get away with it. Okay? With all these tech gadgets and all this stuff, they could find out everything. But then these people think they could get away with stuff. And, you know, send them this pick and that pick. And, and nobody's going to pay for it. Really. Hmm. Interesting. So, yep, that's that's something there that has been going on for almost two years. So, the Lucha Brothers signed a new AEW contract in August. So, they'll be there to like, the ending of 2021. Um, Pac is going to miss the... Uh, December 30th AEW um, Dynamite show um, He's going back to UK um, It's crazy because I, I, I'm saying to myself How he's going back to UK I thought there was restrictions For traveling I guess it's not I think the borders are open With the UK I guess um, Which makes no sense to me Because no border, all borders should be closed Especially with a pandemic You know But Park is not going to be there Which is interesting Because that's the night That Ray Phoenix uh, challenges AEW World Champion Kenny Omega. Um, so I'm telling you, um, the way I'm looking at all this with AEW and Impact being involved, that's gonna be an all-out war between those two company. Again, I could see a revol- um, revolution. We could see the Good Brothers versus the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan. Um, what else I could see there? We could see uh, FTR. Wrestling, any tag team, maybe the mostly machine guns. Um, you could see uh, maybe Manic versus Darby Allen. Um, what else in there? The women's division. What was the world champion there at the uh, present time? I think uh, Mafat. Who's uh, the Virtuosa? I forgot her name. The Impact World Women's Champion against either whoever comes out from the uh, Abaddon or Sheeta as world champion. I mean, there's so many things that can happen for Revolution. I mean, and again, the the wrestling world right now is 
right now looking at everything that Omega is doing. The Infinity Gauntlet. That's what I'm going to call it. The Infinity Gauntlet. So, that's going to be interesting. Um, let's talk about Ring of Honor. I did not get to see Final Battle. I haven't had a chance this weekend. There's so many stuff going on. But, there is news that came out of there. Mike Bennett, also known as Mike Canellis, suffered a hairline fracture on his ankle. And he may be out for six weeks. He teamed up with Matt Taven against Vincent and Bateman. And during that match, I guess he hurt himself. So he got a, a hairline fracture. So he's going to be out for six weeks. Also, the foundation, which is Red Titus, uh, Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, and Tracy Williams. The foundation. It looks like they're going to start feuding with La Facción de los Ingobernables. That's Roosh, uh, Kenny King, Dragon Lee. Um, and I know um, Roosh's father is part of that team now. Uh, I forgot his name. I think something King. So it's getting very interesting now in Ring of Honor. I mean, PCO, another guy who right now said that he was in talks with WWE and AEW. And my question is why? PCO, as much as I... Enjoy some of the matches I saw from 2019. He was a former world champion in Ring of Honor, which I didn't like when that happened, when he beat Rouge. There's a guy, he's really a gimmick match, a gimmick type of wrestler. Now, at the age of 54, yes, he takes bumps. He takes crazy bumps, to be honest. Um, At age 54, do AEW really need him? WWE might take him, but if you really think about it, are they going to use him as the way he is now or they're gonna we can't put him as a mountie because he was part of the mountie the original mountie you know what i'm saying um so that's very interesting that i mean i found it very interesting and very shocking that aew and wwe wasn't talking with him i mean he still brings something to the table but i mean he's very limited and i mean AEW could be used, but he may be used as a how you call it, um, um, a, a gimmick wrestler. But do you really want to see that? Because I don't know. I really, I, I, I mean, I, I like PCR. I, he's better off in, in AEW. I'm not in W. Ring of Honor. So the next thing was Game Changer Wrestling. Owner claims he's unfazed on WWE attempting to file a trademark for the name The Collective. And if you guys remember, Game Changer Wrestling had an event called The Collective. And um looks like WWE is trying to trademark that. Because word around is they're trying to do another faction. Yeah. Okay. First of all, um... You're going to create another faction, really? Your last faction, Retribution, failed miserable. The Hurt Business is getting old. And this is what I'm seeing now. Am I seeing that WWE is trying to copy AEW? Because AEW has the Dark Order. They have the Nightmare Family. They have Eddie Kingston's family. I don't know what they call, but they got the Taz team, Team Taz. Uh, who was the, the elite once, once part of time? That's what they would call the elite. 
Is this what WWE is doing now? You know? Using, trying to trademark. They're trying to trademark everything. They're trying to trademark everything. They're trying to say, oh, they don't want an oil lead to have anything. And, you know, they are trying. They're trying to do everything and all for the wrong reasons. Again, when I spoke and I opened my show up talking about the USA Nerve Work, wanting them to do more more violent, more uh, raunchy stuff, but not sexual. Come on. I mean, and if they even try to attempt, I'm going to bring up something that McMahon said in January, I think it was February or January, when he said, oh, that blood and guts is not good for business and blah, blah, blah. Because at that time, AEW was going to do bloods and guts at the potential base, the potential center, and they WWE was already criticizing, talking about all this blood and us. Now, guess what? Your own network wants to see that, huh? But here's the problem: USA Network don't understand that WWE can't have that because they're a public company. They don't like putting that blood and stuff. There. And when they do, they put that black and white um layer on it. Cause I remember when um. Uh, Brock Lesnar got his head busted open by Triple H in one time when they were feuding. They had to put it, we saw it in color, but they put it black and white when they showed it again. So, USA Network is asking for WWE to, to cross a line. To cross a line that they know for sure that they can't go over. For the simple fact that they got an answer to investors. They're already losing money already in the stock market. Okay? They may not be losing money in revenue, ad revenues, and, you know, promotional revenue, YouTube, whatever they're talking about. Come on. Give me a break. You know? So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But the park that they over here trying to trademark everything in sight. And then they don't care who who gets hurt in the product. They're trying to steamroll everybody. And people got to get out of their way because they trying to take every trademark they could find. Everything. Look what it did. Cody Rhodes had to give up a bunch of trademarks that his father had for him to have his whole entire name for him to wrestle. Did you really need to do that? Because I would not give it up. I'll go wrestle as Cody. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like Cody Rhodes and Rhodes' last name is a it, it, your real last name in real life Your last name is Runnels You know what I'm saying So I don't understand that But A Look again WWE is doing everything possible To win so, uh, A make believe war Because in reality There is no war This is on A This is on WWE's head They wanna They wanna be the top dogs and it's understandable. You was the top dog for 18 years. Nobody could top you. But now that you got competition, not only you're hurting other people in the process just to bring down AEW. Now, don't get me wrong. AEW has a lot of its faults because AEW sometimes do stupid stuff just to mock WWE, which I feel they shouldn't even bother. Okay? Same thing could be said as far as, you know, um... Them doing stuff that that shouldn't be doing, and I would criticize them right away, especially like that that Broadway. But Debonair was one of the worst shit I've seen this year. Uh, what else? The 
the Orange Cassidy Mimosa match with Jericho was a horrible match I've seen this year. The whole um, uh, Matt, uh, Jeff Hardy, no, no, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara situation, they should have never continued that much. Oh, they've done a lot of force this year. They've done it, but it's, it's part of the process. But they don't. But they still give us good wrestling. Some of you may not agree, and I know who they are. But this is what I've been seeing this whole year. So as far as WWE concerned, of doing trying to take the name the collective, something that uh, Game Changer Wrestling did um, a couple of months ago in October or September, which I felt it was the stupidest thing I ever saw. They did a collective inside. In arena with a pandemic, and some wrestlers got sick. Uh, you know, WWE is gonna continue to try to trademark everything. They want to own everything. You know what I'm saying? This old man don't know when to stop. He is talking about relentless. He is dead into trying to kill his competition because he don't want nobody to know. They want every, WWE is the best. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, probably, I can say in 2004 and 2005 during that era, I don't think if AEW was around, nobody could mess with that, with WWE at that time. They, they, they storylines. You got the Eddie Guerrero's at Chris Benoit, Batista. You still had Triple H wrestling. I mean, you had the Kurt Angles. You had, uh, you had a lot of wrestling going on. Those were the good days. But since... I think since the, uh, I think ever since 2015, 2016, when I saw, once Bullet Club came into the scene, and once Ring of Honor started doing their thing, the Adam Coles and the AJ Styles and the uh, Asusko Okada, uh, all these names started popping out. Now everybody knew there was other wrestlings out there, other wrestlers, uh, other movements out there, and now out of that little small movement AEW was created now McMahon is just paranoid this man looks stressed out when he came out for the Undertaker's farewell he looked like he has not sleep good don't sleep don't sleep don't sleep on what's coming to you there's a tidal wave coming to you and his name is Kenny Omega and the rest of the other promotions that's the tidal wave that's coming to you so get ready I hope you're ready so Anyway, this is the end of my show, guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for all, all the, uh, the, all my Twitters followers and all my um, Instagram and Facebook followers. Again, guys, you want to know more about me? You can go to my YouTube channel, the Chokesland Wrestling Report, and click on the links on top of that page, and get to know me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can find me on the audio podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Podcast, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, and any other audio podcast platforms that you'd like to listen to my show. Also, I'm part of the Unhinged Sports Network.com. You guys can check out that. And so, you know, I bring nothing but informative stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to play favorites for no promotion i don't care who it is you know what i'm saying so even though new japan and pro wrestling is my favorite um and i can't wait for a couple of more weeks when they have the wrestle kingdom but even if new japan was doing something wrong i will bring it up i don't care 
facts it's facts it's got to be brought up so um so i hope you enjoyed my show guys um be um first of all i have a couple of things coming up for next couple of weeks um i will have uh i believe the aew dynamite uh, review i will mix it up with the wrestlers of the year tag team of the years and um other stuff i also have planned to have a wwe um review my boy uh jm um so let's see if, if we could get together tampa will be coming in the house so so we could have a get together it's gonna be like a little interview we'll talk wwe business and because he's the guy who pretty much uh could give me more of a feedback on what he has for us wwe stuff so that will be coming soon and so again guys enjoy the week i know this uh thursday i'll have the aew dynamite on christmas eve the AE dynamite review on christmas eve so let's see what happens with that and surely uh we'll talk more about that until then guys be safe wear that mask stay six feet apart i am your host the ultimate one from new york city saying good day and be well